it takes so much more work to be motherly and like to be what is expected of you when you're giving constructive criticism versus just being like can you play less there in like a tone that like your bro would say it in that was angel olson and this is she rose a podcast with a mission to turn up the volume of women's voices in music across genres and generations. What you're about to hear is a mini episode, an excerpt, or what we call the Shiro's Heart, from a full-length interview on my syndicated public radio show, Shiro's Radio. On this show, we take a deep dive into some important questions. What is it like to be a woman in the music industry? What is it like to be identified and categorized by your gender in your job? The answers to these questions are as varied as the women behind the mic, yet have many, and some might say too many, things in common. She roses a deep dive into the experiences and perspectives of women and gender expansive folks in the still overwhelmingly male-dominated music industry. It's a space where we discuss challenges and triumphs, how far we have come, and how far we still have to go. These are the voices and the stories you didn't even know you were missing. Let's dive in. On this episode, we hear the Shiro's heart of my interview with Angel Olsen, who I sat down with just as her sixth album, Big Time, came out. I asked Angel, what has your personal experience been doing this job as a non-male? You know, I made a record called My Woman, when now I don't believe in gender. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see, like, the different styles of patriarchy in uh, journalism. I just remember when I came out with that record, like a lot of European journalists, usually older cis men, being like, is this a record for only women? So are you a feminist? And I was like, well, I, I am a feminist, but I think of it more as like equal rights for all humanity, like no matter how you identify. And I was like tr really trying to like say I wasn't a feminist. And some feminists got really bent out of shape over the fact that Angel Olsen doesn't identify as a feminist. And I'm like, no, I just think some words are just like, unfortunately, there are meanings attached to them that I don't like, you know? And I think that like, yes, I am a feminist, obviously, but also I believe that everyone should have equal rights. And it's being born as a AFAB person, like you just experience life a little bit differently. And as a musician, I think that the industry tends to infantilize you more and you then end up using those tools to infantilize yourself for success and then you become competitive with those tools for other people doing the same thing yeah and it takes a while to realize that wow society's really gotten into your head <laughs> you know like yeah. you've got to really spend some time like even reversing the psychological things that you put upon yourself i had an older friend for a while who was in her 80s and she was a still photographer for a lot of films like boogie nights and we're unfortunately not speaking now we're very different people i hope that we can speak again someday but she said to me honey you need to be an actor before you lose your face and your shape. I feel like you've got the looks right now and they're gonna go soon and like soon people won't wanna look at you. And I was like, I'm so sorry for you. I was like, I'm so sorry that there's no way for you to reverse what's happened to you in the industry because you spent 60 years around men like slapping your ass and you found a way to feel like that was okay because that was how it, you had to do to survive in the industry. 
And like now it's like gotten so deep into your body and into your soul that now you think that is the only way to survive is if you look a certain way and if you are feminine enough and whatever society's terms of femininity is at that precise moment. And if you're sexy enough or if you're willing to sexualize yourself in that way and be interesting in that way. And I won't say that I haven't done those things. Like I said earlier, I've tried to look sexy on stage because I want to feel sexy. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But there is something kind of weird about using it as the only tool to get attention when you just have more integrity than that, you know? I think it's such an interesting conversation because I think that you should have the right to do whatever you want with your body too. Yeah. You know, if that makes you feel feminist and powerful, do it. But if it makes you feel like it doesn't match with what you're doing in the world and your beliefs, then don't do it, you know? I think there's different forms of the system, and it's not always from cis older men in Europe that I get the kind of remarks that make me think, whoa, you're doing the same thing that all of these men have done, right. you know? You're not even realizing that you're a victim of this as well. And I've done it too. So it's hard because you want to be like, I'm not going to spend all day talking about how to deconstruct what society calls feminine and what society calls masculine but I've always thought of myself as more of like a Joan Dinian you know or like an Agnes Varda like somebody who's kind of neutral and like I just want to have a neutral voice and I want to relate to people but I do think being an AFAB person who's performing in front of people for our listeners um, that don't know what AFAB means it's assigned female at birth just in case yeah and I don't like always having to say AFAB you know but It's kind of useful sometimes. And also, I've noticed that whenever you're really smart and you're really clever as a writer and as a musician, you tend to get treated like (laughs) (laughs) You know, I remember this person, I won't name them, but they are a professor, said to me after a show, like, shouldn't you be trying to have kids? And I thought, wow. Whoa. Oh, my God. Whoa. I I didn't understand at the time that that was resentment and jealousy. I didn't understand that he wanted to put me in my place. But when you're strong, you're threatening. And that is something that I've learned the hard way over and over again. (laughs) And it's only more Mm. fuel for the fire for me. So my favorite thing to say to people who have broken my heart or disappointed me is that I have a really sharp tongue and I will make something out of this that is bigger than the situation, you, me. I will have fun with it, and it will just be creative instead. And it's not a threat. It's just what I do to overcome things. The situation itself will just turn into a storyline that will help people, and that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, there are so many different parts of music that you never told about or never taught that you just have to learn by being in it like wearing all the hats, being the friend, being the boss, being the boss that's female that's younger than you. (laughs) You know, that's just like, it's weird. And I don't think that the cis men that have worked with me have ever intentionally, you know, I've always felt really respected by them. But because of the way that I feel in society or, or the way that I have felt in society, it takes so much more work to be motherly and like to be what is expected of you when you're giving constructive criticism versus just being like 
can you play less there in like a tone that like your bro would say it in and so I find myself being like wow like playing good coach bad coach like without them asking it's like it's my own issue you know like wow that is really special I love the way that you play it it's a cool tone what pedal are you using like asking a lot of questions and then being like yeah let me think on it um like I'm learning something from them whenever I feel that energy of like, oh no, this could go poorly. And I just find myself being like, I'm learning something from you because you're the teacher for me. Wow. And what I'm learning is that you're a really great player. So I have to think first about how great of a player you are. You know, like I'm just like, what? And I think that a lot of that is just like my own conditioning, like feeling fearful of just saying something straight up. And I'm working on it, you know. And I'm also working on being like when someone is bummed about the way that I said something, I'm like, oh, dude, like, it's not a big deal. Like, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I was just trying to be quick. Right. But there is this feeling of responsibility of like being really sweet and kind and overly loving before you are saying no. Yes. You know, have you ever tried playing and only working with women? I mean, I work with a lot of women now. There are only two cis men in my band now. Now it's two s- women string players, Emily who plays bass, Nona who sings. We have someone who's a woman who's doing our monitor engineering. So it's just two awesome. dudes. On, it's like half and half right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And do you find that it's different? Yeah, it's way different. You don't have to do that dance. Oh, it's yeah. so nice. I was curious also about now that you're out, whether being out would change any of that dynamic. And maybe it's too soon to know because it hasn't been that long. You know what's weird is like when I came out, it's weird how many men try to hit on you when you come out or when when they realize you're gay. It's like they want to like win the game. That's right. But Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, I don't know. I think I haven't really noticed a change. And I don't know about live shows, but I'm pretty sure like a lot of the fans have like hoped that I was queer or thought that maybe I was. Yeah. Every now and then there's a fan that's like, we don't care. I didn't need to know. And I'm like, well, somebody did. Somebody needed to know that it's okay to be gay. And it wasn't you, but that's okay. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's important to have a private life and do your own thing and like protect your private life. But I also think it's important not to hide. I'm still attracted to cis men and maybe I'll end up with one one day. I have no idea. But right now, I just want to explore this part of my life that I have always treated as trivial or as being like flirtatious or flirting with the idea. And now it's so weird to be gay late in life. It's like so lame. You feel so uneducated and like a little, like you're going through puberty or something and everyone's experiencing you through that. But Every single person, every single body, and every single way that you can love someone is different. And whether or not you have experience or not, it's just like, you know, follow your heart. Angel Olsen, it's been such a pleasure to have you here. Why don't you take us out with another song off the new album? Can we play Ghost On? I love that one. Yes, I'd love to. I'm loving the ghosts. I think that a lot of that is just like, for me as a writer, with each record that I release, it's like a different version of like where I am in life and like replaying them over and over again. Sometimes you feel like you're taking the ghosts with you. So yeah, I think there's a lot of themes of that. I feel haunted sometimes by not the songs, but like who I was. Tell me how I should feel. How can this heart 
Many thanks to Angel Olsen for being with us. The new album, Big Time, is out now on Jack Jaguar. To hear this full interview, head to sheroesradio.com forward slash episodes. We'll also be putting it out as a podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Shiro's podcast. Together, let's keep turning up the volume. Shiro's is produced by me, is mixed and mastered by Sarah Holtz, and production assistance from Emma Philippos. Our original theme music is by Lucius. Shiro's is also a nationally syndicated radio show on the airwaves across the U.S. You can visit shirosradio.com to find out more, support our work with Patreon or merch from the Shiro shop, and keep in touch. We're on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Carmel Holt or find us at Shiro's Radio. And please consider leaving us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. That helps us grow and bring you more of your favorite Shiro's. Until next time, remember, music is our superpower. I'm Carmel Holt. Thanks so much for listening.